Hello, and welcome to my Sober Militia podcast. Today's episode is called Easy Sobriety, Choice. After finally deciding to write about the idea I have of a difference between easy and hard sobriety, I did a little research to see what I was going to be up against in the sober community. What I found was overwhelmingly against my belief about the potential for easy sobriety. I was fairly certain there would be some pushback, but I did not expect the negativity that came along with the feedback. Interestingly, that negativity is exactly why this idea began to percolate in my mind in the first place. In my limited sober experience, the vast majority of information I found about recovery and sobriety is not positive. In fact, when speaking of sobriety, I would go so far as to say it is synonymous with one word, struggle. If before I quit, I knew my only option was to struggle, I would have never taken the first step. I have an immense amount of respect for those of you who went into recovery with that mindset and made it through. Good on you. Fortunately, I went into recovery and sobriety with an entirely different mindset, and that is to what I attribute my easy sobriety. Before sobriety. My sobriety journey began when I finally allowed myself the ability to admit that I had several problems, all of which revolved around addiction. I consider myself fortunate to have been blessed with functional alcoholism, as it kept me just above the surface of complete self-destruction for most of my life. Don't get me wrong, I managed to do plenty of damage to myself and others along the way, but my bottom was not physically the same as others. However, it was the same to me, emotionally. I drank myself to sleep every night and spent most of my awake hours looking forward to the inevitable libations. I was hiding my vaping habit, and I had developed other behaviors that negatively affected my life and the lives of people around me. I knew I needed to make a change. A change, of course, I knew was necessary for years, but one I was never able to admit I needed to make. My first steps into sobriety led me to a therapist's office. I had tried to walk away from my addictions for years and years with not even the semblance of any luck. I will say that I did quit nicotine for many years when my son was born. I didn't want to be a dad who used nicotine, so I did it for him. Red flag anyone? Other than that, I was never able to find a reason to step away from my addictions with any form of certainty. I was on a merry-go-round of self-imposed failures. I say self-imposed because all of my problems, issues, addictions, insecurities, and negative core beliefs were a choice. They were my choice, and I was actively engaged in making them. I tried therapy several times throughout my process of wanting to make a change. I liked talking to someone about things I was going through, but I always ran up against the same wall that virtually ensured I would never make it to the other side. Therapy can be amazing, but I believe it has to be a two-sided conversation. Most of the therapy I experienced was one-sided, which was okay for a little while, but then it would occur to me that if I could do it on my own, I would not need therapy in the first place. The difference for me came when I found someone who engaged in the conversation, someone who actively challenged me and my beliefs, and someone who was strong enough to push against some of the predisposed norms of the client-therapist relationship. We cannot learn and grow without someone challenging us and our beliefs. In the realm of addiction, this could not be more accurate as well. Step 1. Choice While it took me a long time to finally understand and enact what my therapist was desperately trying to convey to me, 
I finally did, and the results have been staggering. If I had to sum up my successful journey into recovery and sobriety with one word, it would be choice. Not the choice to be sober or not, but the choice of living well and living disparate. The choice of living with myself or living with a stranger. The choice of living confident and living scared. The choice of living and giving up. When living with addiction, we all think about giving it up, about living without the addiction, about not feeling sick, about not feeling controlled. We think about all of those things, but we don't truly think about ourselves. And when I say ourselves, I mean the deepest level of self, who we are, what gets us out of bed in the morning, what is our purpose. In my experience, most of the attempts I made to quit addictions were not self-initiated. I quit for my son, I quit for my wife, I quit for my health, and not in a holistic way, but in a I'm tired of feeling like shit way. I quit to save my job, I quit for guilt, I quit for any number of reasons that did not involve my truest self. I don't know about you, but if I feel I have to do something, my immediate and absolutely definitive reaction is to say, fuck that. As my wife and I joke about often, don't tell me what to do. Even when we think we are doing it for ourselves because of health, job, family, etc., if we do not buy into the reason why, it is not going to work. Making the choice to live well, to live with intention, to live without addiction, I believe is not about the absence of substance. It is about the inclusion of self in our own life. So many of the things we do in our lives on a day-to-day basis, or even throughout a lifelong path, revolve around things outside ourselves. Yes, money, retirement, home, car, travel, college, and other things are incredibly important in our overall lives. But I can have an abundance of all of those things without having an abundance of self-worth. Without self-worth, where is the agency of true change? Choosing to change from within is the change necessary to make everlasting and lifelong changes that not only positively affect our emotional and physical health, but all of the before-mentioned things as well. Choose to believe in yourself. Thanks to my dedicated and patient therapist, I finally understand what she was trying to tell me for over a year and a half of weekly visits. I was already the man I wanted to be. I just had to choose to trust and believe it. Come back tomorrow when I discuss how knowledge has played a key role in my easy sobriety. Today was the first day of talking about this idea of thinking about sobriety as a potential for being easy. And uh, like I said in the blog, while I've kind of reached out a little bit to kind of figure out where people are in this idea, I've learned that most people think that it's not possible, that it's not, you know, even plausible. And, um, and I understand that. That's, I mean, that's kind of why I'm here in the first place. Uh, when I went into, you know, my recovery and sobriety, um, I had a different kind of outlook because I wasn't around anybody who was doing it. I wasn't reading literature at the, at the time. I wasn't um, in clubs or groups or anything like that. And so I didn't know about um, all the struggles that people talk about. And so, you know, when I went into it, I started reading a book and and tried to kind of get some knowledge about about the addiction and what that looks like and what that means and, and found some different ways to look at it. Um, but bef- even before that, it was more about just um, 
trying to understand what it was I wanted. And for me, I chose choice as being the first step because until you truly make that choice for yourself, I don't know that you can really go into it successfully. And I'm sure people have, but um, I think the difference is in the struggle. Um, when I finally made that decision, I knew it was for me and me alone. And it's probably almost in a selfish way. Like I needed that in order for me to live well. And that was my first step. And I did that through therapy. Like I said, I had a wonderful therapist who helped me finally see that it wasn't that I was trying to become something I wasn't. It was I was already the person I wanted to be, but I didn't trust or believe it. And so I had to make the choice to say, I am already that person, and then believe it. And from there, I started to act in that way, I believe. And that really has been the biggest difference for me as I walked into sobriety in the beginning. It's just with that mindset that I am where I want to be. And the first step in that is giving up this poison that was killing me. Several poisons, actually. So that was my first uh, first blog in this Easy Sobriety series. And I'm going to continue on with that tomorrow. I'm going to talk about knowledge and how knowledge has affected my ability to walk through this path a little bit easier than I think some as well. So I hope you guys will come back. I hope you um, can understand and relate on some level to what I'm trying to put out here. Um, and if you don't, I understand that as well. But thanks for your support. I appreciate you reading my blog, listening to the podcast. And uh, I will look forward to putting out some more of these ideas. Have a good start to your week. Stay strong. Stay safe. Stay sober.